Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 72 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about why you need to specialize or why I'm not a copywriter, SEO strategist, or brand designer. I've been learning over the past three years in business that it is important to specialize when you decide what it is that you want to offer in your business and who you want to work with. It doesn't work to offer every service to everyone out there because then you can't be known as an expert in any one thing. Over the past three years, I have spent my time trying to figure out exactly what it was that I wanted to specialize in and how I could best serve the clients that I really wanted to work with. It took time and a lot of iterations of my services, my website, and what I wanted to offer. But as I have learned that I need to narrow down on what it is that I want to do and who I want to work with, I have also seen that my ability to serve my clients well has increased. And so today I want to talk through that journey with you and encourage you that if you aren't sure whether or not you should be specializing in one area, I really recommend that you do. As you heard at the beginning of the show, the other title of this episode is why I am not a copywriter, SEO strategist, or brand designer. The thing is, when I first started my business, I really wanted to be able to offer everything to everybody. I thought that was the way that I could grow my business. If I was willing to take on any client and do any project, then there was no way that I wouldn't make money and start to be known in this industry. I did that for a long time. My first package offerings weren't even packages at all. They were a la carte offerings. I offered everything from logo design to business cards to marketing material. And while it got me my first clients, and I'm grateful that I went through that stage, it was not somewhere that I wanted to stay. It made pricing difficult. It made figuring out my timelines hard. And everything that I was doing really wasn't leading to more clients because no one knew exactly what it was that I was best at. And I didn't know that either. So over time, I slowly developed different packages for my business. For a while, I offered both brand and website design because it was something that I loved to do. I knew that I wanted to give entrepreneurs the ability to really get their whole presence up to date and matching what it was that they were doing. And so I would help them start their brand design with a mood board. We did logo design, and then we would go into the website design. And I did quite a few projects this way. And none of these were bad projects and none of them were bad clients. But what I learned after doing this multiple times was that I was still getting hung up in parts of the project that I really didn't love doing. And when there are parts of your process that you don't love and you're having to do them every time, it's discouraging. It means that I didn't want to show up to work and I wasn't giving my best to my clients. And so recently, last year, I really sat down and I narrowed in on what it was that I wanted to do. And while this meant big changes in my business, it also excited me because I was able to offer something that nobody else was offering in a way that nobody else was doing it because I wasn't trying to serve everyone out there. I narrowed in on just offering strategic website design. 
And when I first put that out there, when I first said, I'm going to offer strategic website design for Squarespace and later for Show It, I was really nervous. I thought that specializing that much was going to hurt my business because it was going to turn away a lot of people. And I knew that if I was offering that, I was going to have to raise my prices. Not only is this a more high-end offering that deserves a higher price point, I also knew that I was going to have to spend a lot more time digging into the back end, the analytics, the details, and learning what it was that made a strategic website. And so a higher price point needed to be in place to give me the space to do that. I was also really scared to say that I offered specifically strategic website design because while I had designed websites and I had helped my clients, you know, meet some of their goals by including opt-ins or making sure that they had some SEO involved, I really wasn't sure that I could do what I claimed. I wasn't sure that I could pull off that strategy piece because I had never actually done it in business before. But what I sat down when I figured out that that was what I wanted to offer and then that was how I could best serve my clients, I sat down and I figured out what does this entail? I did client interviews and talked to people and then I researched strategy. I took a course on Google Analytics. I learned about SEO. I did a lot of educational opportunities so that I could then take those and serve my clients and I could back up that claim that I did website strategy. My most recent one that you have probably heard about on the podcast was I took a course that helped me to really figure out how I could help my clients get to the heart of their brand. And while I wasn't sure at first that a brand design course was going to help me, I knew that I could give better service to my clients and help them meet their goals on their website better if I was getting to the heart of their brand and their business. No, I wasn't going to start offering brand design, but I could take what I learned from my clients and what they were learning through the questionnaires and the workbooks and the whole process and apply them to their website. And then I could give them a document that they could walk away with and refer to later that really helped tie everything back together. I had known since my brand design days that it was important to have that heart behind the brand reflected in every piece of the design. But when a lot of us think about websites, we don't think about how that affects the design of a website or even the copy. And so by digging into the heart of somebody's brand, I could help them to better write their copy, to better design a website that met their goals, because I knew what it was they were trying to accomplish and who they were trying to reach. And we dug deeper than just, you know, the standard questions that I was asking before. But here's the thing. Not only did I have to pick the thing that I wanted to specialize in, strategic website design for Squarespace and show it, I had to narrow in on my dream client, and this took a lot of work. I have done dream client avatars a lot in my day because I do believe that they work. But as I dug deeper and deeper into this, I realized that I needed to get deeper into who my dream client was and why it was that I wanted to serve them. And so I dug into this. I asked myself questions, and you can hear more about that in episode 60, Getting to the Heart of Your Brand, where I talk about how I got to the heart of my brand. But basically, the reason that I want to help female creative online business owners is because I believe that each and every one of us is called into business for a reason. 
and that in order to best serve our clients and show off our expertise, we need the support of a website that's going to help us do that. Each and every one of us as business owners has a limited amount of time because we have families and friends that we love and we have things that we want to spend our life doing. And if we have to spend all of our time updating our website or trying to get people to find us or figuring out the best way to show off our expertise, then we can't actually put that into serving our clients well. And that's what I want to do. I want to empower other women to be able to serve their clients and their customers well, to do what it is that they have been called to do by serving them well myself. And while that sounds a little circular, it makes perfect sense for me because I have always wanted to help other women to do things that they love. And I have always believed that we are called to this. If we are in business, it is not because we thought it was going to be easy or fun because it is not easy. It is fun, but it's not easy. And so we have to have a bigger purpose behind that. And we have to have tools and strategies and processes in place that can help support us. All right. So I've talked a lot about my journey and myself, almost 10 minutes here, just talking about how I came to realize that I needed to specialize. But I want to talk a little bit about why it is that you need to specialize. The thing is, when you start your business, you are probably in the same boat that I was. You're starting a business. You feel like you're called to this. You know that you need to make some money. You want to be able to do this full-time or you are doing it full-time with the support of a family and friends, but you know that it can't last forever unless you actually bring in some income and have some clients. And so you put it out there and you're offering everything under the sun. And you've probably come along your journey and you've realized that that isn't going to work anymore. You can no longer offer every service to every person because it drains you, it wears you out, and you're not giving the best that you have to everybody who comes along. So what do you do? You can either throw in the towel, give up, walk away, or you can keep going the way that you are and just hope that someday you can make enough money to cut back on clients, or you can take the third option, and that is to really specialize in something. Everybody who I have seen specialize in something online has grown their business because they become known for that thing. They pick one or two or three topics, they pick one process, and they work that to the best of their ability. And they can see the results that they're getting for their clients, and they can share that with other people because they know exactly how they did it. And when you specialize in something like that and you have a specific process that you're working to, it's really easy to replicate You're not copying the same thing over and over again, but you have the roadmap in place so that you know what to do each time to get the results that your client wants to see. And that is super important. Here's the thing. It's not just specializing as far as niching down into strategic website design from any kind of design. You also have to specialize in that you aren't going to offer everything that somebody might think that you offer. So in my business, I design websites, but there's a lot more that goes into that than just the design and the development and the launch that I do. There's also copywriting that needs to take place. There's graphic design for icons and images. There's SEO and there's brand design and all of these pieces that have to come together to build a really successful website. But I'm not any of those things. I am not a copywriter. 
That is not my strong suit. I even switched from writing a blog to hosting a podcast because I would rather talk into a mic than sit down at my keyboard and write. So when my clients come to me and they are struggling with copy for their website, I can't write it for them. I have to refer them to somebody else. It doesn't mean that I can't offer some insights or some resources, but that is not part of what I offer. I do not write somebody's website copy for them. And if they come to me with their copy ready, I'm not going to read over it and make sure there are no mistakes. I will try to get rid of those red squiggly lines, but I am not the person who is going to take the time to really make sure that it sounds like your brand voice. And that might be a little bit confusing to people because now that I'm offering this strategy and getting to the heart of your brand, I am helping my clients figure out what that voice is. But I am not the person that's going to go through and make sure it sounds like them because it's not where my skill set lies. It's not something that I am best at. And if I were to try to take care of that for my clients, I wouldn't be serving them to the best of my ability. A, because my attention would be divided. I would no longer be focusing just on the website and the strategy. I would be trying to do all of this other stuff that they needed done, but I wouldn't be the best person for the job. I also believe that when you own a business, you have choices as far as how you want to do things. So my clients have obviously decided to invest with a website designer and strategist, and I am so, so grateful for that, and I love working with each and every one of them. But when it comes time to do their website, they have to decide how to invest in the other pieces as well. So for copywriting, for example, they need to decide whether they're going to invest their time and energy into writing the copy for their website, and that is perfectly legit. Or they can decide to invest in a copywriter who specializes in working with people who are just like them. Either way, it's an investment, and they have to figure out the best use of their time and their resources, and I can recommend people, but it's not something that I can do because it's not what I'm trained in. It's not something that I love to do, and I am not going to be able to give them the best service. And it's not going to be the best investment of their time if I am spending the time I should be designing writing copy because then either the website design suffers or we're late on our launch. This is the same reason why I am not an SEO strategist. So I do implement SEO on websites and I give my clients some guides as far as what is SEO and how do we choose some keywords and I will help them dig into that a little bit. But I am not an SEO strategist. I can't take you from page eight to page one on Google in just a couple of months. What my job is in the strategy is to help you figure out what are those keywords and how can we make sure that our website is set up so that it's friendly with Google. There are a lot of great SEO strategies out there, but they don't design websites because that's not their best use of their time and their skills. And it's the same for me. So while I can go in and make sure that your images have the right titles and that you have keywords and descriptions, I'm doing the basics because I really do want my clients to succeed and have this SEO in place. But if they want to dig into this more, they need to hire somebody who specializes in it. I'm also not a brand designer. So as I mentioned before, I used to design brands, but I am no longer offering that as a service. And the reason why I decided that brand design did not have to go hand in hand with website design is because I am working with people who are at a certain stage in their business. 
So I know that the people that I am working with have already established their businesses. They know who it is that they're targeting. They know what it is that they offer. They know what they're great at, what their expertise is, and they're probably already getting a good amount of traffic and income generated from their business. What we're doing is not figuring out how to start from scratch or design a new logo. They might do that as part of this process. They might want to really take things to the next level and update their branding, but that's not what I am specializing in. What I am doing is taking all of the things that they give me, the pieces of their brand, their logo, their color palette, their fonts, their graphics, the heart behind their brand, and I am putting that onto a website that is a showcase for all of those things. And that's the difference between brand design and website design is that a website is the place where you showcase what your brand is all about. And you do this by communicating the heart of your brand, by showing off the feeling that you want your brand to have through the visuals. But I am not the person who picks out those visuals for you. I really believe that my clients are served best when they either dig into it themselves and they figure out what that heart of their brand is through my workbooks and through their time in business. And then they go out and do some of that work themselves because if you never touch the pieces of your business, you're not really going to know what's going on there and what you're communicating and who you're saying it to. When was the last time you checked to make sure your website was healthy? The only way to know if your website is serving your business and working correctly is to make maintenance a regular part of your to-do list. I've created a maintenance guide at lemonandthesea.com maintenance that will help you get a picture of how your website is performing, what's working and what isn't, and the things you can work on improving so that you can continue to show off your expertise and bring in more dream clients. Inside, you'll learn why website maintenance isn't something to put off until next week, 15 tasks you should be doing on a regular basis to maintain your website website and the tasks you need to do weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com slash maintenance. So what can you do? If you feel like you are at a crossroads and your business has started, you've seen some clients come in, you've had some that you love, but some that you haven't loved so much, and you know that it is time to narrow in and specialize in something. How do you figure out what that is? How do you figure out what it is that you should really focus in on as far as who you want to serve and how you want to serve them? My friend Raina calls this your secret sauce. What is it that you're best at? What lights you up when you do it? What gets to the heart of your brand? See, the heart of your brand that we talked about back in episode 60 is not what it is that you offer. It's the big reason that you're in business and that you do what you do. But that big reason, that why, sticks around no matter what it is that you're offering. You can have that why whether you're offering website design or VA services or are a photographer. Figuring out what it is that you want to do, the service you want to offer or the product you want to sell, the thing itself, the what, is about figuring out what it is that lights you up when you do it. What is it that your expertise and your skill set and your education come together and say, this is what I can do and this is what I can bring to the market. That's where I figured out website design was something that I loved. You know, I had never been trained formally in website design, but I had learned it through my jobs. 
I had learned it for designing for clients and I had learned it designing for myself. And I knew that I could see better results for my clients if I focused on the strategy and really figuring out what was working on their current website, what wasn't, what did they want to accomplish and how could we get there? That was super important. But because I had not had that formal website training and I didn't really have a desire to sit down and hard code everything, I decided that I would specialize in platforms that allowed me to do the design and some implementation and some customization without having to hand code everything. I also chose those platforms because I knew that my clients were not going to have time to mess with a lot of back-end stuff that they were afraid to mess up. Yes, they have been in business for a while and they might have small teams, but they want something that's going to be easy to manage because they don't want to spend all of their time making updates on their website. They want to be able to write a blog post and hit publish and have it be scheduled to go out. So look at where your expertise, your education, your history are all intersecting and what it is that it's telling you that you could be good at. And maybe look at what people ask you to do. I have a friend who is also a website designer and he designs great websites and got started because he designed a website for his photography business with his wife and they were asked down the road by people who had seen their website, other business owners and photographers for help. And so he transitioned that into a business because it was something that he saw that there was a need for that people were coming to him for because he clearly knew what it was that he was doing. In my own business, I see this a lot of times because my clients come to me and they ask for my expertise in website design. I'm sharing it through my blog and my podcast and my other interviews and my guest posts. And so they've seen that I know what I'm doing and they trust me to do that. And they come to me for a specific type of website design. So I do not specialize in the type of business that I work with. But some website designers might. They might only work with photographers or even mostly wedding photographers. You can specialize in very specifically in the type of person you want to work with. That's not how I did my business setup. Instead, I specialize in serving people who are passionate about serving their customers and clients and who really have that call behind their business and want to do more with it. And so I love coming alongside clients who have this heart for serving in their business. And because I am communicating that through the way that I work and through my content, they know that I am the type of person that can help them get that message out. That it's more than just about the money or the number of clients, but they really want to do more with their business. Once you've come up with the thing that you want to specialize in, so if that's website design or wedding photography or um, senior portraits or drawings of people's pets, whatever that is, the thing that you want to specialize in, you also need to narrow in on a couple of other things. So I recommend trying to figure out really who is your dream client. Not only how old are they and where do they live and how much money do they make, but what is it that drives their business or their life or whatever it is that you are serving? So if you are drawing pet portraits for people, what is it that makes these people want to have portraits of their pets? Obviously, yes, they have a dog and they probably have some disposable income, but why is it that they actually want a portrait of their pet hanging in their house? 
there's something deeper there that you can speak to and that you can get to know so that you can serve them better. The other thing that you really want to specialize in and focus on is to have a process in your business that is going to help you get those results for your clients or your customers. If you are drawing pet portraits for people, there is a process for that. You need to get the commission from somebody. You need to learn what it is that they're looking for, the size and the material, and you need to get a picture of their dog. And then maybe you draw out a sketch and get approval and then work in stages so that you can have your clients see what's going on behind the scenes. All of that is a process. In website design, I have a process too. I've talked about it before. It's the strategic website design roadmap where we gather the strategy. We look at all of the analytics. Then we go into the heart of your brand. We design some mock-ups. We go into development. We launch. And then we have ongoing strategy. All of that is part of my process. And all of that is what it takes for me to deliver results to my clients every time. So not only are you focusing in or specializing in a certain area of what it is that you do, but you're specializing in a certain type of client, something that ties them together. And then you're specializing in a process that you can do that nobody else quite has set up the same way. Here's the other secret that I learned when I was in the process of specializing in my business. I was afraid that if I narrowed in on something, if I picked one thing and I focused in on it, I was never going to be found for that thing because there were other people that were doing the exact same thing. They'd been doing it longer. They had bigger clients. They made more money. They knew what they were doing. And I was brand new to all of this. But what I have learned is that no matter what it is that you're specializing in, you have something unique to bring to the table. It is this piece of what you're doing that nobody else can do. It's your personality. It's the heart behind your brand. Yes, there are other people out there who design strategic websites. Yes, there are other Squarespace and Show It website designers. Yes, there are other website designers for creative entrepreneurs. But there is nobody that can combine those things quite like I do into the process that I've created with my personality and my heart to serve and who wants to serve the clients that I have made space for. So while another website designer might be able to serve the exact same client that I can, we're not going to do it in exactly the same way. They're not going to get exactly the same outcome. And even if they did, even if the website turned out exactly the same way and they got the same amount of traffic, their experience would be different because they're working with different people. And so it's important to remember that no matter what you're specializing in and what it is in your journey that you are trying to focus in on and figure out, you are the unique part of your business and nobody can take that away from you. Even if you are in a crowded industry and you are trying to compete with people who have been in business for a long time, you have something unique to bring to the table. And your job as a business owner and as a CEO of your business is to figure out what that thing is. What is it that makes you unique, that makes you stand out, that draws people to you over somebody else? And then how can you communicate that with them? How is it that you can put out that information into the world so that people can find you, that really want to work with you, that really resonate with you? Those are your dream clients. Those are the people you should be working for. And those are the people that are going to make this online business, creative entrepreneur, crazy journey worth it. As we wrap up today, I have three action steps for you. Two are a little bit woo-woo and out there, and one is very practical. So number one, figure out your why. 
We talked about this in episode 60, and I recommend that you go back and listen to it. Number two is narrow in on your dream client. Figure out who it is that you want to work with, and then figure out what it is that you can do to serve them and offer a service that they need. And number three, remove any services from your website that you don't want to specialize in. This was one of the most concrete steps that I took in my own business, and I recommend that you do so as well. If you no longer want to offer specific services, take them off of your website so that people are no longer contacting you about them. That's it for today. I hope that this episode inspired you to really just take some time and figure out if you need to specialize more in your business. If you need to narrow in on something, whether it be your dream client, a process, even what you're offering. And if you liked this episode, I would really appreciate it if you would leave us a review on iTunes. I want to hear your thoughts on what we're doing and how I can better serve you. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 